Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope and pray that today's episode is a blessing to you and for you. I hope and pray that you receive something that you need from God so that you can make it applicable to whatever it is that you may be going through in life and or you receive the confirmation that you need for something that you have experienced with God. Here is today's affirmation. Here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, we want you to be affirmed by the Word of God and by speaking life. Here is this month's affirmation. I receive that I want to be made new and that God has done something new in me. I make the choice to stand in my newness by faith. I hope and pray that you will speak that over yourself on today and believe God for his word. Now back to the show. It's a blessing to walk with the Lord. And the reason why that I say that it's a blessing to be able to walk with God is because there are some things in life that are just so overwhelming, some things in life that are just so hurtful, some things in life that can just kind of take us out and deplete us of life, even though we're full, even though we may be full of life. There are just different things in life that are just kind of like life suckers. It's like vampires. I just don't understand why in the world anyone would want to fall in love with a vampire when they suck the very life out of you so that you become dead and alive no more. This just shows how this generation has gotten so caught up in dead things and dead things. They just don't want to do anything that makes them feel like alive, if that makes sense. Um, You know, their form of socializing is social media. And there's nothing wrong with social media, but the thing about it is, is when it just becomes what you are and that's your way of interacting with people, that's not true interaction. Interaction is actually being in front of people and talking to people and actually having a conversation with them and actually doing different things um, with them in order to be social. Um, That's how you have interaction with people um, because social media can paint a false, falsified picture of the reality of the way things is. And furthermore, it also disconnects us as human beings. Um, I feel like, you know what, we need that social interaction because that's what keeps us emotionally. That's what helps our heart really and truly. Um, We were able to um, interact with people. And sometimes, you know, people talk about, you know, so much of shutting people out and shutting people down or cutting people off and different things like that. Like that well it's easy for you to do that when the only thing you do is talk to them through social media or interact with them through social media and you don't have to actually be involved from on the day-to-day basis with the different things that they have to go through because when you're involved with people in their life and what they go through on a day-to-day basis then those types of things they kind of cause you to have to go into compassion they cause you to have to actually step into a person's situation and help they cause you to actually have to activate and live within whatever fruits of the spirit you actually have and some of us are so disconnected from each other we really don't want to do that and so we find ways to avoid social interaction and I understand, you know, people talk about, you know, the difference between we got so in, we've gotten so intellectual, introvert, extrovert and different things like that. Well, what does introvert give you 
the ability not to be sociable? What does what an introvert give you the ability to have to just completely cut yourself off? I know what it's like to be an introvert and I know what it's like to be an extrovert. I used to be um, more, um, I used to be more on the introverted side, but I was like an outgoing introvert. And now it's just kind of like, I feel like I'm a balance of the both. Sometimes I have to be by myself and it's just kind of like, I that's how I recuperate, that's how I recover and different things like that. I feel like that's where you find the balance in life at if you really want to go there. Um, I don't feel like I'm introvert nor am I extrovert. I'm just a person. Um, and so uh, um, I'm just a person that recognizes that there are different needs in my life um, that have to be maintained um, in order for me to be able to function. Um, there's just certain cues and different things that I've learned about my body. Okay. I know that it's time for me to be alone. Okay. I know that it's time for me to be able to get back out. I need to start socializing and getting back around people again um, because it's not good for me. I've been alone by myself a little bit, way too much. Um, and then just learning about yourself, learning about yourself and what makes you tick and different things like that. Um, you have to understand that understand different uh, protocols and different things that come into play into life and different things that cause us to have to do different things. But when those protocols are different, done and over with, then it's time for you to get back to living and remembering who you are. And now I'm kind of understanding what some of the points and different uh, paths that God has had me on. And there's the different seasons that I've been going through my different life. And I feel like there are people in the world, people that have existed for a while, that have forgotten who you are, getting lost within the technology technology, getting lost within the separation, getting lost within so many different phases of life and you've forgotten who you are. And it's kind of like, it's time for you to get back up, rise back up and live again, figure out who you are, what your likes are. I understand you took some losses. I understand you took some hits. I understand you went through some different things. Baby girl, everybody went through some different things. Everybody, um, everybody had to experience some form of loss and, and some losses were greater than others. I'm not going to compare the amount of loss. I'm not going to compare the amount of agony. I'm not going to compare the amount of hurt because different people love in different ways and different people, uh, I feel like different people have a different level of response to different situations is different. But the thing about it is in each situation, you have to choose to get back up and live again and choose to work through the pain in the pain or of your sorrow in it. You have to figure out who you are again. Who am I? This is who I used to be. Uh, um, this is who I used to be. This is who I used to want to aspire to be. And I accomplished that. Well, what do you want to do next? What is something else that, that that plan that you had? And just in case if you weren't going to be able to obtain that and you say that was a plan. Okay. If that was the plan, then how can you evolve that plan in your life? Let's say um, if you were used to being a singer and different things like that, you may evolve and go into production work or evolve in writing songs or evolve in training of other artists or evolve and just, I don't know, wanting to open up your own restaurant and giving people an actual chance to be able to perform and people know to come there. Like in Nashville, some people go to Nashville to perform because they know they have a lot of actually... <clears throat> They know that they have a higher likelihood of actually getting in front of a producer or somebody that's working with a producer or somebody that's a musical artist. They have a, a, a doing that. That's why some people go to Nashville. And so what is your thing that is going to make you attractive to people? You have to uh, get back out there. Don't don't stop living. If you still have life in your body, I understand that you may have suffered loss. I understand that you may have gone through different things. And I'm not going to erase any of that out of your life. You went through those things. Those things have affected you. Those 
those things have added some that added some hurting your heart. Those things have um, caused you to uh, to think the way you think and feel the way you feel and act the way you act and different things like that. And you have a right to those emotions. But baby girl, let me make something even more clear to you. Not only do you have a right to those emotions yourself to get back up and live again, stuff go. It's time to start healing. It's time to start to be made whole. It's time to rediscover who you are. Because I understand that you think that whatever it was made you you, but that ain't what made you you. You have to make that role work because it was who you were being, who you were. And now you have to learn how to make another role work in your life. And you may say, well, I'm used to being, I was used to playing that role. I was used to playing this role. There were some roles in my life. I was used to being a teacher. I was used to being a photographer. I was used to being a poet. I was used to this. I was used to that. And some stuff has just completely gone out of my just existence. Not saying I won't pick some of those things up again, but some stuff I was still trying to find my identity in and some things I'm still trying to work through and find my identity in it. And some stuff I still have not yet pushed out there yet, even though I keep talking about it, even though I keep flirting around with the idea, even though I keep on uh, uh, um, knowing, I keep hearing um, this, this part of me inside of me and keep on coming up with these ideas, but I still have to choose to get back up and live again. Either I'm going to keep on sitting on it, either it's going to keep on just being uh, uh, ragging my mind, or I'm going to get back up and I'm going to choose to go for it. I'm going to, how do you go back? How do you go for it? When you have been knocked out, you go, you do it day by day by day by day. Sometimes when I get back up and then when I find myself knocked back down, I'm just kind of like, why did I even bother to get back up again? Why did I bother to get back up again when I was only up for about two seconds and now I'm back down again and it just seems like I'm down more than I'm up. And let me tell you something. When you find yourself up like that, appreciate the two seconds that you got up, um, that you did were able to get up. And as you begin to keep on appreciating those little small things, you begin notice I'm up way more than I used to be I'm up way more than I'm down because there were so many times I was down it's just like exercising you have to exercise goodness you have to exercise peace you have to exercise those things in order for them to become greater in your life you want some strength training strength training and for strength train in forgiveness strength train in letting things go build your strength up in godliness build your strength up and just exercising the necessary principles and disciplines in your life that you need in order to go forward um, sometimes we get from uh we on level one and we expect to be bungee jump and get to level 10 and know how to operate on it now nah, baby sometimes you ain't gonna be able to skip levels sometimes you're gonna have to go level by level by level by level by level and learn how to master each level and then maybe when you find when you get on the path of going level by level by level then you guy may allow you to skip a few levels but you need to master how to even go from deal with transitions and seasons of change and different things like that there are certain things that hey yeah you may be ready to operate on level 10 but there are some things that you're not gonna be able to operate on that's gonna cause you to crumble if you don't learn how to deal with transitions if you don't learn how to deal with change if you don't learn how to develop some of those character aspects if you don't learn how to cope with the fact that you aren't where you used to be some people have to cope with getting older and recognizing that there are some things that I can't do anymore um, that I have to let go and I have to transition and deal with the fact that I'm getting older Older, and how can I better operate within something that I love to do, even though I don't have the capacity to do it anymore? How can I still operate within a great capacity in order to do something that I love? And so 
I feel like life is a journey and sometimes we have to learn how to live on that journey called life. Um, you know how sometimes when you put in, you, you get in your car, you pack up your things and different things like that. You put it into the GPS and you sometimes you don't know exactly where you're going. Um, you just, you're just following the directions of the GPS. Well, God is our GPS and sometimes we have to just follow the directions of where God is taking us and trust that he's leading us down the right path in order that we need to get there in. Um, and so uh, when you, when you need, uh, when you need to get some direction in life, I encourage you to turn on your GPS, God's point of navigation. I'm just coming up with something. I don't know. Um, but, but, but God's bug, God, I don't know. Uh, come up with your own version of it, but God's pivotal system, um, to help you navigate through life. And so, um, it's so important for us to understand and recognize that, you know, we put our trust in all these different things and these things are man-made. It's kind of like we say we don't trust, but yes, you do trust. When you get in your car, you trust that the Google um, Google, doc, Google app or whatever it is, where you get on Waze, Google, Siri, and I don't know who you get on. Whatever you get on, you trust that that's gonna, they're going to take you to your set destination and that they aren't going to do anything flaky with your, your system and lead you somewhere else. Um, and you trust that when you get in your car, um, that no one's going to uh, overtake your battery operating system and, and drive your car elsewhere. You trust when you... Every time you get in a car, whether you have your doubts in your mind or not, you're trusting it when you sit down in that car and you lock that car door and you buckle up that seatbelt and you decide to get on that road and don't tell nobody where you're going. You're trusting that you're going to get there and you're going to arrive there on time. Now, let me tell you something where you put your trust that is and you put it in God. Don't put it in no doggone technology device. Don't put it in no doggone uh, whatever else you may be putting your, your trust in. I, I feel like, you know, when you put total trust in, complete trust in God, then no matter where you go, no matter what system you're trusting in, you can trust God to take care of you while you're uh, trust that the system is going to operate and function like it's supposed to operate and function. Have you ever known something to be working and different things like that. And it's something that you put your trust in about something that someone said, we can find it all the time in nutrition and health. Uh, one minute they telling us this work, this is good for us. The next minute they telling us that it's not. And, but we, we follow all these fads and all these and different things like that and then you 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 when you find out and you learn that it's not really doing anything for you you feel disappointed by it because this is something that you chose to trust in and some stuff you've been trusting in for years that's how it is with different systems different laws different organization um things be like we've been putting our trust in this person for this long a time and we and truly we're told we've been finding now we're finding out that this person has been leading us astray this whole time and so just different things um that you learn over time and so it's kind of like but when you put your trust Trust in God is kind of like it doesn't matter what anybody else does. I'm trusting that God is going to work everything out for the good. Um, and so um, it's it's uh, that trust in this something. Um, we have to, uh, This is why I say this is the thing about trust, putting your trust in God, because whether you want to choose to trust people or not, you have to trust them. Trust is part of the game. Um, but the thing about it is what overrides the trust of anybody and everybody that you're trusting is putting your trust in God. Because you're going to have to trust people when you doggone, you go out to if you go out to eat you trust people with your food when you go fill that gas tank up you trust them to have gas in that 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 tank when you so that's and when you when you when you decide to buy food from the grocery store when you decide to uh, uh, uh go to the doctor you're putting your trust in different places but the ultimate place where you're supposed to put your trust is in god I mean, when you sit down in a chair you're putting your trust in the person that designed the chair when you get in your car you're, you're putting your trust in the person that designed the car but you're complete and total 
total trust has to go to God because he's the one that allows these things to, uh, he's the one that um, gives you the type of mindset. Uh, I would say the covering, the protection, the defense that you need in order to trust in these various systems. And some systems, even though you may not trust in them, you still have to choose to put your trust in them, even though you may not trust it simply because it's just the way the structure of things are how they are. We don't put our trust in every political, political, political leader, leader that rises up. And the reason why we don't, because most of us believe that they have a propensity to tell, to tell lies. And so it's kind of like, but even though we know they have a propensity to tell lies and they sometimes don't perform of the things that they say that they're going to perform on, we still have to choose to trust that somewhere along the way, they're still going to do something that's right and something that's good, that's going to work out for the favor of the people. And so, uh, um, and that's where you go into trusting God. God, even though this person may not be uh, all the way there yet, but somewhere along the way, Lord God, I believe if I keep on praying to you and if I keep on seeking to you, you will touch this person's heart to be able to get somewhere in there and be able to work something out for the good of your people. And so it's kind of like they still going to do what they're going to do, but the thing about it is I can still put my trust in God that he's going to work it out and on for the favor and the best of, uh, of his people so that when different things occur in life I know that you know what God I trust that you're going to allow me to be able to uh, function and different things like that when Paul and Silas went to uh, when Paul and Silas it says Paul and Silas were in the prison and they and they prayed to God and they sang praises and it was so much the glory filled so much so that the prison walls began to shake and the the bands were loose and the doors of the prison opened up and so what am I saying with that what am I saying with that we have the ability to tap into our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through trusting in his word in order to break chains, to loosen bands, and to win at life. Um, so we that's where we put our ultimate trust is at in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so, and by doing that, the glory of God was revealed. Um, and so uh, it's so important for us to recognize that, um, you know what, we have to choose to trust whether we trust or we don't trust. Uh, and so what I've learned is I find peace and safety and trust in God because he is my defense. And no matter where I have to put my trust in and who I have to put it in, even if that person ain't trustworthy, they ain't got nothing to do with me. I trust that whatever I need, whatever purpose they need to serve in my life, that God is going to allow them to serve that purpose. You guys have to understand the 12 apostles, the chosen 12 apostles um, that Jesus was choosing. He chose to trust them to be able to carry on um, the gospel of him. And and so, uh, uh, and the one of them was a, a Thomas, they called Thomas Doubting. Uh, what was it? Uh, Peter denying, uh, Judas betraying, uh, John and James and John, um, ego on the ego, on the ego, um, trail, but he had to choose to put the, 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 he had to choose to put this wisdom, this information, this knowledge, because he couldn't do it by himself. He, he had to, he had to get off of the earth. And so he had to leave it behind with some earth people, um, in order to, to carry it on. And so there are different things in the kingdom of God. And I know I'm kind of going, don't worry. I know that I'm, I'm, I'm getting there with the podcast, but I feel like I need to go down this route before I can kind of bring it on back home. Okay. Uh, so, so the, the thing about it is God chooses to trust us to be able to operate in a certain part of the kingdom. And it's up to us to choose whether or not we take his trust for granted, whether we take it lightly or whether we take it as something that is supposed to be serious concerning him 
him and concerning what it is that he needs us to do. Because I would say that when Peter got them keys, uh, he said he gave Peter the keys and uh, and the, the gates of hell won't uh, prevail against his church. Upon this rock, I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. When he spoke that word over Peter when he gave him the keys. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, God was trusting him to do something. And thank God he did trust the right one because of the simple fact that it was so important for us to be able to, to see and to know the rock is Jesus. The the, the church was is built on the rock whose name is Jesus. And so uh, um, it's so important for us to just recognize and realize that, you know what, um, there are some things in life that we may not always agree with. Um, we may not always, uh, there are some things in life we may not always agree with. There are some things in life that are just going to occur and just going to happen. We can't expect everything to be peachy and rosy and perfect every time and go the way we want it to go every day and everything to just work out in the fa in a favor and the way that we want it to do. There's too many people on earth for that. And some people are willing to walk in the spirit and some people ain't willing to walk in the spirit. Some people are willing to uh, walk in oneness with God and some people ain't willing to walk in oneness with God. That's why it's not perfect down here. It's not designed to be perfect and for everything to be at peace and it to be peachy and rosy. If you want a place like that, get your life together. You save yourself from this untoward generation and you get to heaven. That's where you're going to find all this stuff that you're hoping and that you're wishing for. You have to go through the door and that's the door of Jesus Christ. There ain't no other way. Um, so uh, I would encourage you. I would encourage you. Don't stop living your life. Don't stop living your life. Don't stop living your life. Find a way to live again, and that's for me too, you guys. That's that's for me too. I have to learn when you when you when you reach a point in life where it feels like you know what the the, the life out of me is gone. I don't know who I am at this present moment. I feel lost, and you have all these different feelings and different things like that. That's all the more of a reason to lean and trust and depend on God. I understand you suffered loss. I understand you suffered uh, sometimes a, a physical loss, and sometimes it's a loss of identity. Sometimes it's a crisis you may be going through. I understand that your home went down. I understand that you that you that you that your car was repossessed. I understand that you lost your job. I understand all those things. But now that you understand that you went through those things and you mourned over those things and you cried over those things, what are you doing to regain your life? And let me tell you something. After you have been knocked down, it's not easy to regain life. No, baby, it's gonna be a push. It's gonna be a fight. I'm not gonna make it seem like it's just something so simple that you can just regain your life. Now, nah, baby, you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to see God. You're going to be the open, be open to receiving from him. You're going to have to put in some work. You're going to have to put in some time and you're going to have to push. You're going to have to cry when you're going to have to cry. You're going to have to shout when you're going to have to shout. You have, then you have to pick up the pieces and learn how to be happy again. You have to learn what you like and what you dislike. You're going to have to learn to enjoy your life again. And that is trusting in God. If one that's one of the best places you can start is in trusting God and trusting God. So I hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you and for you. I hope and pray that whatever it is that you may be seeking God for in life, whatever it is that you may be seeking God for in life, I pray um, that you you will find it. Uh, he says if you if you search for wisdom um, and seeking for it as 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 you know a hidden treasure, uh, uh, then it's it's so important for you to understand that you know what uh, God will He does answer prayer with this in a sincere heart i'm telling you guys i believe god there is something about a sincere heart that gets god's attention 
There's something about a sincere heart that gets his attention when you truly are sincere. When there's a sincerity in your heart and a desire for the right things, and when you desire to get to know God, uh, man, I'm telling you, I, I, I know that it touches his heart. Um, I know that it does. And when I found myself in life and just kind of like, Lord God, I just want to spend more time with you. I understand that I'm proud understand that we're doing this. I understand you walking with me, Lord God, but I just want to spend some time with you, Lord God, me and you, that's it. <laughs> and so, um, um, and he's so sweet and God will, uh, carve that time out for you. Especially when you're sincere and he knows whether or not you want to spend time with him. So uh, it's just, it's just, yeah, have a, have an actual relationship and fellowship with God. Don't just be part of the body and not actually connect with the body. Don't be part of the body and not connect with the body. And so, um, and so it's so important for you to understand that it's Christ, it's Christ. We are the body of Christ. Um, the body of Christ. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer. And I do hope and pray that you would take something and um, apply it to your life on today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love, your peace, your patience. Thank you for everything that you have done for us, Father God. You are the great Father. Lord God, we appreciate you for your love. We appreciate you for your mercy. We appreciate you for your grace. Lord God, we love you. Lord God, we appreciate you. Thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you have worked out. Lord God, thank you for your love towards us. Lord God, everything that's not right in our lives, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for making it right. We thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do, and everything you're working out. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. Hello, I'm Lynn Stacey. I encourage you to become part of the movement. The movement of Making Jesus Bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.